stories are the sum total of straws on the camel's back. My name is Osatemebi, and every week I will tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Edidiong Andy, and it's titled Trouble in Midday's Bar. He took off his shoes and crossed his legs on the chair adjacent to me. The smell from his socks wafted to my nose and I almost choked. He wiped his mouth with his handkerchief and belched. So what do you think about the content ideas I repitched? He said and rubbed his protruding belly. I winced. Not this again. What do you think of them? I asked, deflecting like I always did, any time he brought me to midday's bar. They were just there. They lack finesse and quality. Our clients won't like it, he said and belched again. I groaned inwardly. Tade had worked on that pitch for weeks. She had secretly shown it to me and Kosa, the client's cousin. We both loved it. The client will too, or dare. She can do better, I offered, hoping Tade would forgive me. Yes, she did rubbish. Rubbish! He said and plucked his teeth with a toothpick. I wondered how the combination of boiled eggs, pepper soup, and three fried fishes needed a toothpick. Mide is the only one who served this kind of combination. The man's wife must be sleeping in the guest room because... Hey, hey, hey! What are you thinking about? Do I, do I pay you to think about your family problems, eh? His voice echoed in the bar. Everyone turned. You don't pay me. The company does. I wanted to shout at him. But I remembered the promotion he promised. I I'm sorry, sir. I said and sipped my glass of water, hoping it would calm my itchy tongue. Sorry for yourself. I brought you here because it is only you in that office that does not gossip. If you misbehave, I will just give the promotion to Kunle. He took another swig of his beer. Please, sir. I have worked for two years, sir, attending to you. I begged. Kunle was just two years in the company. I, on the other hand, had been there for five. Half of it working with this he-goat on client management. Then behave. Mide? Mide? I need two bottles of trophy. Where is this boy? He sat up. Yes, sir. Mide appeared, and by his side was one of his waiters. 
my boss and Mide looked like age mates. Though Mide looked more handsome in his dark grey trousers and black shirt, grey hairs gathered on each side of Mide's head. He is what some would call a silver fox. My boss had greys everywhere. His buttoned-down shirt barely covered his stomach. More of a grey goblin. Get two bottles of trophy for me and a glass of water for him, he said. I sniggered. It was 12.30 p.m. for heaven's sake. Midi nodded, whispered to his waiter, and they both disappeared. Sir, it is almost time for us to get back to the office. My friend, shut up! That reminds me. Did you send us as files to me? Yes, sir. I, I sent it this morning. I responded and finished the glass of water. Oh, yes. Yes, I just remembered. I have read it. You did? My stomach did a jig. I worked on those pitches for four weeks, researching and studying the company. Osaze spent the whole of yesterday retouching them. This was it. They were rubbish. Osaze does not even know what he is doing. I stopped breathing. I worked on those pitches, I muttered. Osaze lacks what we in the business call innovative creativity. He stroked his beard. I worked on those pitches. My voice slightly raised. The last two years flashed before my eyes. I had written and single-handedly worked on 30 pitches for different brands, all of them supposedly not good, except that four of those pitches had earned our clients billions of dollars. No one knew they were my ideas. He had stolen them just like he wanted to steal this. He does not understand the beauty of blue. Blue must be incorporated in every brand. I worked on those pitches. I boomed. The bar fell silent and all eyes rested on me. Is, is, is that why you are shouting? His voice quivered a little. Shut up your smelly mouth. My blood was boiling. All I could see was red. Ha! You shut up! I wasted two years of my life working under you. There is no promotion, is there? You have been using me. It was as if a dam burst open in my head. Is it me you are talking to like that? He said, rising to his feet. I leapt out of my seat. My fists curled. If you do not shut up, I swear I will deal with you. You put me through 
hell. I have been your errand boy, your idea generator, your laundry man, your cleaner, your supporter. I betray my friends for you, for the job, so I have a better life. But you have just been using me. I snarled. My friend, be, be coming down. Come down now, he said. People had gathered. One man was saying something to me, but it sounded like the buzz of mosquitoes. I will quit. But first, I will make your life a living hell. I eyed him up and down and stormed off. Uche! Mr. Uche! He called after me. I stormed out without looking back. I would rain hell on Mr. Buddy. Edidi Angandi is a Nigerian writer, poet, content creator, and mental health advocate. He stays in the city of Lagos, Nigeria. His short stories, articles, and poems have been published in several literary magazines, anthologies, and blogs, such as creephills.com and Opera Mini, among others. He was shortlisted for the Price Lit Hub competition. He is also part of the editorial team of the Nigerian chapter of the Writers Space Africa. You can read more of his work on his blog, thelevichronicles.wordpress.com, and on Medium. Links will be in the episode description. You can also connect with him on Twitter at Levi1Eddy and on Instagram at Eddie underscore the Levi. If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Osademebi. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week.